Yeah, so have you hit that? That's recording. Yeah, yeah we're on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delightful. What a way to start. Lou crawling out from under a table at crotch level. Mm, well, you know, needs must. He's, a, it, he's right arms down, so I'm helping him out. That's what mates are. do. Yeah, it's what, it's pretty much, let's be honest, I deserve it for my commitment because I am fresh. And I mean fresh yeah. out of surgery. You've been home like two hours, maybe? Yep. Ooh, clingy, clingy. Of the, right, there we go. Yes, literally, we are coming up on 11 hours since I was taken up to Anas to get knocked out with mm-hmm. anesthetic. Not too bad. Not, Not too, too bad shabby. at all. So, Bye. yes, today, we. so for those who haven't been listening to the previous ones, I ruptured my, I basically ripped my bicep off the bone. So I've had bicep reattachment surgery, and uh, it's been good. It's been a complete success. Uh, even better, the surgeon came in and said he was super, super, super happy with the way it went, which was a massive relief. And uh, all you can ask for, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And even said, and the, and I quote, "You should be able to get that back to a hundred percent." That, they shouldn't quote that. Like that's something a doctor should never say. <laughs> that's like it's a big, it's a bold it's a, statement. It's a bold statement, but that's how happy he was with the condition in which the tendon was in, and the the ability for it to reattach. And he said the tendon was fine because no, what it should have is some like thickening or hardening of some of the torn areas. Mm-hmm. Don't think it had any because mm-hmm. I've been smashing BPC into it since yeah. the injury. Yeah, I'm telling you that's why. Yeah, that. And, Healthy living, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's that's gonna make a difference, um, I suppose. But what a statement! He's really he's like confident I can get this all the way back. That's awesome. I want to get back and bigger. Yeah, back and bigger. Because I'm contemplating, contemplating joining uh, Lou on his turt, his turt, his mm. turt venture. Yeah, because yeah. this is a bit of a wake up call for me. Realistically, so like, yeah, mate. You, like, got to come through rehab. Got to do all that shit. May as well beast. Yeah. The body. Yeah. And utilize that to help me heal. Yeah. Because it will. Let's not lie. Yeah. It's a, it's a definite... Um, I need to sort of plan. a definite um. Yeah, I definitely need to sort out a plan. I think everything got put on hold with me getting ill and like I'm still not able to train properly, 100%. And I feel like it's, you know, you need everything to be kind of... You, in a bit of a rhythm. I'd say so. Yeah. It's silly if you do it just like on a whim, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. So hopefully um, my goal basically is to get get my fitness back up with my training because that's the one thing since the chest infection, I'm just getting winded super easy, just out of yeah. breath all the time. So I'm really focusing on just general fitness um, pretty much for like maybe for the rest of the year and then have a bit more of a transition into some more hypertrophy focused or even strength focused stuff and then maybe jump on some Turt, turt. <laughs> I'm going leg day every day. Yeah, biggest so, wheels ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a kick up the ass to really start smashing legs and giving them a good. Especially now I've rehabbed as well the glute and that's working properly. And mm-hmm. I was doing really well with legs actually before this. I was getting in. I was able to hack squat, which I've never been able to do in my entirety of my life without having knee pain. I was doing it without knee pain. Yeah, because I've refit the mechanics, reset the mechanics even. Look at that! I've even got my hospital band still on. <laughs> Yeah. There's a, there's should, have done it. should have done it in the hospital gown. Set, yeah. <laughs> just just, <laughs> just there, still out. in your gown. I did have a butt out hospital gown. Did you? Yeah, yeah. But I had my pants on. Oh, Sex. Disappointed. Male. Because I got the penis. That's not how it works anymore, mate. Did you not realise? <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays. The hospital says otherwise. Yeah. They were like, do you got the peens? Yeah. I said, I got the peens and the beans. And they went, peens and the males. 
yeah, so it was the, the Robert Jones and Agnes Hunt Orthopedic Hospital. So Robert Jones and Agnes Hunt, thank you very fucking much because that place is astounding. Really? It's one of it's one of the best in the country mm. and people travel to it from around the world. Yeah. And it's half an hour away from me. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> when you go in there, all the nurses are like, so where are you from? Because yeah. they obviously get all the exotic places and yeah. weird things. People come from back end of nowhere. There were tons of people from London there today and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Shrewsbury? And they're like, also, oh, you yeah, look. Lex, you don't look like you're from Shrewsbury. That's no, true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said as a command. Yeah. So they were like, when I said Shrewsbury, they were like, oh, you're local. So it's like not a common thing. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. it turns out, so as you see on my band, it says DJ Ford. Well, that's Dr. J Ford. Oh, right. I thought he was a DJ. And he's on the side. Yeah. DJ's D- on the DJ side. Ford. Kids parties only. DJ Ford on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Slices and dices those tunes. Uh, so he is one of the world's best at this kind of surgery style thing. Me jigging me bob that they do. Touching shit. That's not just this operation. He's like one of the world's best in, in way more in depth stuff, like reattaching nerves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he was overseeing my operation with his protege, Doctor Singh, who's the guy who saw me from the fracture clinic all the yeah. way through and came and check on me afterwards and everything. And he, Dr. Singh's done thousands under Dr. Ford's watchful eye, who's done hundreds of thousands mm. of just this operation. Yeah. So he was, he came in and was just like banging. Yeah. He nailed the fuck out of that. Yeah. Like he was well happy. Nice. And then he also, I've told you this already, but he also did come out with this statement, which I'm taking as a win. Mm. He was like, when we cut in, oh, and also, well, I'll come back to the scar in a minute. He went, when they said they went in, he said, normally what I find is when we go in, because I asked him how was attending, he was like, "Yeah, it's oh, it was fully gone." Like he said, it was up your arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though my bicep was moving as it was, mm-hmm. he said that was probably just some of the connective tissue holding the bicep down, and because it's such, there's such muscle mass there, mm-hmm. that connect that tissue is enough to keep it like, almost laminated yeah. to to the position. And the short head was still working because actually the long head had come away, right. which is why it looked flat on that side, okay. um, and why, it, but it was still being dragged down by the short head, the long head was. Yeah, because of that lamination effect. Yeah. Um, so he said, yeah, it balled right up. And he said, and when we went in, he said, normally what you find is, he said, you, he said, you, he said, you went like this. When you go in, there's the skin, then you've got your, your fat layer, and then the muscle. And he was like, and he said, there's, there's no muscle, there's no, no fat on your, on your arms. Like on your biceps, like, yeah, no, yeah, shredded, yeah. Mm. Shredded, yeah. And he went, no, 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 you don't understand. Normal humans, no matter how fit, have a layer of skin, then fat, then bicep. He goes, you go, skin, muscle. He said, literally, he says, I've never seen, never seen it before. There mm. was just nothing there. Yeah. Nothing. He said, skin, muscle. I was like, oh, yeah, jacked. <clears throat> yeah. But you've yeah. got sick arm genetics, aren't you? So uh, that's my genetic good point. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he said. But he was literally done. My arms are stage ready at yeah. all all, all year times. round. Literally yeah. the bicep bit anyway. Yeah. Because you can see the split in it, I guess. All, yeah. Like, all year that's round. That's what we said before. Like it's quite rare that because obviously bicep there are two heads of it, but mm. most people it just looks like one bulb. <laughs> It looks like one bulbous lump of muscle. Oh, sorry, I was just watching Lex attempt to drink his fucking juice with his one straw, arm straw. And he was like trying to fish the straw into his mouth and failing miserably. <laughs> it's like that scene from, what's it called? The one with Will Smith where he's like, ah, never gonna know that. And he's all high on the, like, um, anti, uh, the allergy medication. Is that, what is it? The one where he's the date guru? 
Hitch. Hitch. Hutch. Yeah. Hitch. Hitch. Or Something like that. Hitch. Hitch. Uh, yeah, Hitch. Yeah, I, I think. Just I'll... playing words, isn't it? Hitch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's and he's got he eats the shellfish in space soils. I remember and he's there drinking the um, allergy medication out of the bottle that they buy, and he's, and he's so high, he's just like ah, with his tongue chasing this way. Like, right, I don't remember that. Uh, it's about the only bit I remember. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're yeah, saying that. We're, so potentially, because there is literally no fat at all, that's why it's quite easy to see the the, the split on your bicep. Yeah. Compared to, and like, we thought because of that split being so prominent, maybe that's what's protected it from a f- like both mm-hmm. short and long head ripping away from the bone. Yeah, quite possibly because they're separate. They are quite separate in their function. Like they're that isolated. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. But yeah, the fact he said he can come back, and he genuinely thinks I can get back to one hundred percent. I was like, you watch this space, mate. Not only am I coming back to one hundred percent, I'm gonna smash your rehab records. Mm-hmm. You are, you, and I even told him about the BPC. Yeah, told him about the BPC. Told him about the uh, TB five hundred, and he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, cool. He was like, "Yeah, seems like a good plan." Yeah, obviously he can't yeah. can't prescribe. No, he's like, yeah. Obviously he said, "Yeah, obviously I can't advise you on that." But yeah, yeah. So it seems yeah, whatever you want to do it. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah. He was basically like, "Yeah, seems good." Yeah, without saying, and you're saying, "Yeah, do that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all of that. Yeah, definitely do all of that. There's been a few times where I've saw the like doctors or vets, and they would like, "Well, I can't say you can do that, but you but, could do but, that. But do that, <laughs> but do all of it." Yeah. yeah. So I'm really interested because the the BPC-157, if you don't know, is a peptide and it basically it's a signaling agent for your body to uprate your healing process and keep it uprated for a longer period of time. Normally, I think we dissipate after three days. Mm. This keeps it going. You take it up to, I think they say the peak point is 21 days. But if you're healing something like gut inflammation, you can run it for like six weeks or so. Uh-huh. Or operation level, I think same thing. You keep pushing through. Yeah. But for just uh, kind of tendonitis and stuff, things like that, mm. it's like a 21 to 28 days is optimal. So I'll see where I'm after that. But that's the BPC. And it, what it does is it increases uh, tendon, ligament, and muscle tissue healing. And it, and the way it does that is it helps proliferate new uh, capillaries and blood supplies to the injured areas. Mm-hmm. It also helps reduce scar tissue, inflammation, and all sorts of other goodies. But TB500 works, so BPC157 is injury specific. TB500 is more systemic and basically helps your entire body stay at a higher function of, yeah. of um, recovery. Yeah. But what it also does is really focuses on a huge reduction in scar tissue. Uh, so you can actually heal way cleaner and faster with TB500 if you have a significant scar issue. You should have a word with Jake as well, because I know he's done quite a lot of research into removing scar tissue as well. Ah. So, because um, I don't know if his, his missus, she had a, she broke both her arms and she's gone through multiple surgeries. And How'd she do that? A bike accident. Pedal bike? Yeah. Stupid things. Yeah, literally snapped both of her forearms, bone sticking out of them. Oh, um, see, that's because you don't wear protection. Literally both forearms just... Because they don't wear protection yeah. and they're going as fast as a scooter. Hmm. When you look at that, I think she fell from a, I think she fell from a height. Dangerous fucking things. Really yeah, are. yeah. But anyway, um, and she's had multiple operations. Her last one wasn't too long ago, um, and he's done quite a lot of research into that. And obviously, it's something that's been useful because he obviously works with a lot of mixed martial artists, yeah. which has have relatively high injury rates. Tons of MMA guys who use BPC. Yeah, they can't use TB five hundred though because it is actually banned. Yeah, IOC have banned TB. Yeah. But BPC one five seven is still IOC free reign. Yeah, I think I do think it's mad when you're in an industry like that that literally just fucks you up. Like that they, surely they don't something. Let you. Yes, surely something that because it doesn't. It's not performance enhancing. No, it's no, it's ridiculous. It's just 
to make you more durable so you can... It's simply the fact you can run TB500. Oh, so difference between BBC and TB500 as well is you load TB500 through the first um, six weeks, five or six weeks, yeah. at uh, five, five to 10 milligrams a week, depending on your body mass. Then after the first five or six weeks, then you'll have um, fish. And rice cake. And rice cake. Let's have my baby's own it. And I'll have me rice cake. Then I'll have me fish. <laughs> so you have your five weeks and then... <laughs> so you get to the five. And so you dose five milligrams per week. Yeah. You then half that dose for the next five weeks mm -hmm. to two and a half. And then from that point onwards, around that 10 to 12 week mark, you literally take five milligrams a month Oh wow, not for, lo for longevity. Uh -huh. And you can run it forever what is the difference in what tb500 does compared to bbc is ligament tendon and muscle tissue specific mm -hmm. tb500 is a systemic recovery agent so, so it'll, any. It, yeah it's any organ tissue everything like that um, okay there's something else that it does as well it doesn't focus as much on ligament and tendon okay uh, so i suppose in a sense it is you, performance you're, supposed enhancing. To, you're supposed to run them uh, side by side all right for the healing process and right. tb500 is for longevity afterwards yeah. so it's to maintain a healthy uh tissue system effectively afterwards but something else tb i'd have to research. just have a quick look at it tb 500 you'll find the differences and it's a little less towards the muscular healing side tb it's mm. more towards anti-scar tissue inflammation and um something else it's not something i've I, I looked into mm. at all i've been quite fortunate not to have any kind of severe injuries that require that i know um yeah. I've still got time there, don't worry. I'll yeah, yeah you'll crack one in there. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get one soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it is crazy. Like, and obviously seeing um, was it Joe Joe Aesthetics? Yes, Joe Aesthetics. What is yeah. it? What yeah, is it? yeah, Joe Aesthetics. Um, he he healed insanely quickly. Yes. Um, who else? Uh, Eddie Hall as well. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. back already, didn't he? Yeah, he healed very, very quickly as well. I don't know whether he's been open about what he... He didn't really show any recovery so far, no. either, so I don't know how well he's healed. No. Like, I don't know where he's at right now. Is he still in a brace? I think he's moving around normally. I think is he's, it? like, training and stuff, yeah. I'm sure he is. Because Not they, they do... So, basically, what it is, if you can't see on YouTube, I am in a sling with a cast, which uh, extends from kind of three quarters of the way up my forearm, all the way around the elbow and up the back of my arm. The cast does about hands-free, which is great. And that is to basically protect the soft tissue, though, where they've cut me, because I've got a man scar. Mm. It's got a man scar. It runs, if you put your finger, let's say, a third of the way down your forearm, run it up to your elbow joint, and then curve it around the side of your arm, up to halfway up your bicep, that's the scar I've got. That's pretty cool. That's pretty massive. I was cutting to your tat, hasn't it? Cutting to my tat. Do you know what else he is a legend for? What? As he came out, he went, I tried to run around the lines of your tattoo as best as I could. That's cool. To not go through solid yeah. pieces as best as he could. Oh, well Amazing. Done. What a dude. Yeah. What a dude. That's going to make it even more interesting, I suppose. And, I, and I'm not covering that up either. What, I want, what I'm going to do is get a tattoo quote starting at the base of the scar. Yeah. And reading downwards. Yeah. So cool. it like goes up into the tattoo. And, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. It makes it gives it. Yeah, I might get that quote from um, the Bond film mm. that I liked. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, because it's not a quote from a Bond film; it's a quote from a famous book that he, he reads in the Bond yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, 
you can't drink. Yeah, so today, obviously, <laughs> obviously, because I'm literally just out of surgery, I've come home, I'm still on anesthetic, my arm is still numb. Mm. My right arm. That's, that's always so chipper. <laughs> still numb, yeah. I can't, I, literally, it's a ghost arm. I can't even lift it. There's no. It doesn't work. Yeah. They've numbed the nerves completely. Yeah. So not just anesthetic for the they, they hit the nerve. Uh, what did she say? It's called a block. Mm. What they do, and she said that she basically hit the nerve stems mm-hmm. of the arm. So yeah. it, I, it not only can't feel it, it doesn't work. Yeah, and literally that is all that's working at the moment. I've only just got flexion back in my wrist. Yeah, my hand was totally like droopy and dead when I came out. <laughs> like, I couldn't do anything. Like, I, could, I couldn't. I could move my one index finger, like a centimeter like that for ages and you know I, I was looking at it going move your middle finger I was, I was doing the kill bill kill bill yeah, yeah I was trying it move I was trying to kill bill it. Dude, it takes it was hard so it's slowly wearing off going upwards mm-hmm. and they said it will and this is a, this is a technique they've used so I, ha- I didn't have morphine nothing like that they put this block in mm-hmm. whilst I was under for the operation they put the block in so that when I come out, my arm's totally numb. So I don't need crazy medication so I can get out in a day. Because if they put me on morphine and everything, I'm staying in longer, mm-hmm. way longer. Because they have, they have to because of the half-life of morphine. They can't, they can't release you. Yeah. Whereas this way, I literally had major, major surgery where they've opened me up with what is essentially probably an 8 to 10-inch hole. Mm-hmm. And send me out the same day. <laughs> That's mad. It's crazy. crazy. Isn't it? Same with that. my mum. Yeah. Her hysterectomy. She had... Um, like an epidural, essentially. She had a painkillers into her spine. Yeah. So it's right into the nervous system. Yeah. She had the hysterectomy, which is, you know, slice and dice, good seven-inch slice down your stomach, yeah. hollow you out, mm. stitch you back up. And uh, because she had the injection in the spine rather than going through morphine and medication, that she was out in three days. Shit. Whereas otherwise she'd been there a week. <laughs> It's crazy how that works, isn't it? Mm. Sedation. It's very. It's a. It's a, a very scary prospect, isn't it? How you can just turn off pain. Well, really... what's scary is that you can turn off your arm. Yeah, yeah. One injection, yeah. and I was like, I'm awake and alive, but I can't move or feel that arm. Yeah. What if they just went arm, arm, leg, leg? Yeah. And you're like just a starfish, <laughs> and then they could just die shit. Yeah. And you can do shit about it. Yeah. And you'd scream and die. Yeah. That's obviously a good psycho movie. Yeah. Traumatic. Yeah. Well, uh, I know somebody who woke up during surgery. Oh, you see, that's what freaked me out. Mm. That was the only thing I was thinking about that surgery. I wasn't thinking about dying from the anesthetic. Mm. What I was thinking of the whole time was, what if I'm actually awake? Mm. And then I'm like, well, how common is that? Boom, enter Lewis. Yeah. I know somebody. Yeah. You shouldn't know. Neither of us should know anybody that that's happened to. Yeah. Started crying. And then they realized and put it back on Mm. What happened? As in afterwards? Yeah. Nothing. She, nothing? No. No. Mm. It was just one of them things. There's got to be a lawsuit there, sure. Mm. I don't know whether you can. I don't know whether there's just disclaimers so you can't. Sure. Yeah, but if you... It's still negligence, mm. isn't there? There's, I, don't, I don't know how it works because obviously um, anaesthetics are so like... What was the operation? I can't remember what it was. Because that's important. Like, yeah. Where did they cut? I can't remember. Imagine if it was armpit. <gasps> oh, that makes me feel weird. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't remember what the op was. Because yeah. if it's like a, oh, what about a toe? Slicing a toe open. I don't think oh. she can. I don't think she can feel it. But I think it was just that she'd become conscious in the middle of a surgery, which was. Oh, she could feel it. I don't think she could feel it. Oh, she's crying then. 
I think because she'd just woken up in the middle of surgery knowing she's not meant to be woke. I was like, I am not meant to be conscious. I don't think she was, like, with it. I think she obviously was. She remember it? Yeah. She remembers waking up? Yeah. Not, it's fuzzy, but yeah. That's so bad. Mm. There's people that have gone through full surgeries and they haven't known they're awake. Mm, yeah, I've heard that. There's like their their conscious. There's a movie not. made about it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Because I remember the trailer with the eyes just being like, I'm awake. Oh my God, I'm awake. <sighs> Imagine like before anesthetics just, when they were just fucking cutting you up wide away. Have some whiskey, wouldn't it? Drink yeah. on, drink yeah. lots of this. And the one that, and they always argue with each other, knock me out, knock me out. Yeah. And then you had to hit him and he'd take him a few times. <laughs> yeah. So I always thought about that. Imagine if your mate was going, oh, you got, you're got, going to have to knock me out. You're going to have to knock me out. How, how confident are you? You could one shot knock out someone yeah. to the point where they're gone for 20 minutes so you can operate on them. I wouldn't be. I'd be no. like, you're about to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the beat up, you're going to want the surgery. Yeah, you're going to need more <laughs> surgeries. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, just like some wartime surgeries when literally you're getting stitched back up with mud and uh, whatever's going on and you're fully conscious just like back down on this piece of leather yeah yeah god jesus we pussies aren't we i know go with her. do i have to count to ten earth's so scary one two <laughs> yeah it is weird man the, 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 there was ironically like yesterday or the day before i started reading a book that I, i'd read quite a while ago um, and there is a story about like a surgery that goes wrong in there. And then I was just like, oh, I'll talk, I should talk about this. So I was like, I'm not going to tell Lex. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Lex until after the surgery. Yeah, after's cool. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to pour myself a drink. Um, the, because Lex isn't drinking. Yeah. Um, going back to some. I could have been the nice guy and just be like, I, I, won't, say... I won't drink as well. But I, I, I also was yeah. like, fuck that. I'm no, having no. A, I'm no having you you were the nice guy because I said, no, you open the one you've brought because we've got a new one for you guys. Which, should we tell them what it was going to be? So nah. we can wait for it for next week yeah, in case someone tune in. That might. That might. It's got a fruit in the word. There you go. That's mm. what you're getting. But it's a rum, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is it a rum? Mm-hmm. It's a rum. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, no, it's not a fruity flavoured rum, though. No. It's just got fruit in the, in the name. Um, and Lou said, no, 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 we'll drink that together next week. So Lou has gone back to some favourites. Yeah. And some of you might not actually remember these. Yeah. Uh, well, you remember one of them, definitely. But I don't think many of you might remember Tw- yeah, the Twin Fins, beautiful blue bottle that's on the table in front of us. Yeah, yeah. It's like a sky blue bottle. It's, honestly, every time I look at it, it makes me a little bit happy inside. It reminds me of St. Ives. Yeah. And where is it made? Caribbean to Cornwall. Exactly. Coast to coast. It's twin so fin. clever. Yeah. Um, Just screams Cornwall. Yeah. I'm, this is the one I'm going to have first because... I it's, I forgot about this one as well. Yeah, it's and, good. And as I well. really enjoyed it. It's really good. And it's we haven't. You, you actually... know, you know how good it is because feel how heavy the bottle is. Mm. Not very. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm I'm drinking on my own tonight, but I get a cheeky pop in there though at least. Ooh, oh, is it Ooh. good? Oh, that was a. Hey, that might have that might match last week's pop. I know. It's because it's a there's less liquid in oh, there. That's true. Was, yeah. There's more of an echo to the yeah, bottle. It's a good shape. Look at that lip though on the lid. That's do nice. you want to smell it or is that? Yes, torture? I do want to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd like to also point out that we've also staved off having a cigar, which Lou brought. A yeah. nice one. We, we, Cuban. Because they said not to oh. uh, not to smoke. And you were like, well, maybe I could. Yeah. And then we did a little bit of Googling. And apparently the tobacco can like mess around with the healing it's literally process. literally the nicotine that, appear, is, that we still would get yeah. affects yeah, the healing and increases infection rates. Which So, uh, you know, I want to heal this mother. I want to heal like a beast. So do everything I can. Yeah. Is that, that mean- like out? Out as in what? Oh, no, it's all right. 
<laughs> you saw nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> you did not look away long enough. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, it's tasty though. It is. Is that vanilla one? Yeah, it is quite vanilla, isn't it? Yeah, very vanilla. It's super light as well. Look at that. That's like piss. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say lovely and pale. Yeah, fucking piss. That's piss, piss. That is. Yeah. That's a well hydrated Ooh. piss. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my brain works this way. <laughs> I don't know. Because you're about to drink yeah, it as well. So you're basically taunting yourself mm, and nobody else. Tangy. <laughs> it's got a rather acidic back note. It doesn't is. taste like piss. That's no, good. It is good, isn't it? doesn't need any ice either, that bad boy. It's definitely a nice strong vanilla tone to it. Mm. A bit of vanilla, like a vanilla pod. is what it's, Proper pod bean tasty. Are they called pod beans or just vanilla pods? Pod bean is the what we upload our podcast oh, to. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, yeah, update on that one. I went on to upload the video version. So we have been given access to upload videos to Spotify, um, which is amazing because not everyone's got this as yet. Mm-hmm. And um, turns out it's the, 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 the who I had to apply for it. When I applied for it, it's only limited to some certain companies that are able to do it for Spotify. So we're not currently using, we're using Podbean at the moment to upload our podcast and that distributes it across all of the networks that you guys listen to it on. I upload it personally to YouTube. To get it on Spotify as a video I, is a company called Anchor that do it. And I thought I'd be able to upload the video and link it to the audio of the podcast, but it's not the way it works. What it does is it uploads the video on Anchor. It separates the audio from that video and then loads both up as an option, audio or video, obviously, because it would have to, I assume, because they would have to be timed perfectly. um, And they're not going to upload separate audios for separate, because it'd be different timing to be wrong, wouldn't it? You're supposed to be able to, on Spotify, you've got to be able to switch seamlessly seamlessly between... Yeah, just sound or video, which obviously we should have thought of mm. last week because they do differ slightly yeah. sometimes. So uh, we're contemplating now switching so that we've got the supplier that can do the video. Yeah, it would be great to to be one of those like you know early ones that are on Spotify. Oh, hundred percent, it's worth it. So the next one, if you are following us on Podbean, which we haven't talked about Podbean, so. Not many of you are, but still some of you found us on there. Mm. Um, we are probably going to switch. Switch the upload sites that we use. Anchor's another big one, though. I, th- I think Anchor and Podbean are the, the two biggest. Are they? Um, two biggest. I'm ones. shocked that Podbean haven't been able to do it. It, it seems stupid. It seems really daft because to be that behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose. They, I think the the thing is though. Obviously, there are like there are so many podcasts that are purely podcasts. There's no video at all, and that's mm. probably like ninety five percent of them, if not more. But we're so sexually appealing. I know it's really unfair it would be to unfair. not let people see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah. So hopefully this one will get up, Maybe. but I'll have to obviously sort out the anchor account. We do have one. Mm. I guess it's I don't know how um, available it is, or what we can do, what we can upload, what our limits are, and all that jazz. Yeah, we'll have a little look. So after. We'll have a look, and hopefully you're watching some video now, talking about this thing that you know they no longer need us to talk about because you're watching it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck these. Are just talking, we talking about? about shut up and move on. Yeah. So we will. Yeah, we will. What, what are we moving on to this week? Are we moving? Are we doing the breakup chat a little bit of? 
We could do. We could do. We could do. People have been asking. I've had still more questions. Oh, really? oh, can I also say thank you to every single person, the hundreds of you that have sent me messages on Instagram. It's overwhelming. It's beautiful. I will spend probably tomorrow sitting down. I'm going to voice message a lot of you guys back because mm. you sent me really heartfelt messages. So you might be getting a voice note from me and probably some rude joke at the end. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. But one person did really put me in perspective to um, quit my any hint of bitching that my brain might have wanted to come up with. Yeah. Uh, it was a somebody who's, I haven't spoken to them before because it went into my, what you call it? Pending messages, requests, yeah, request message. So if you message me on Instagram, what happens is, is it goes into a, a subfolder essentially of my inbox, and I have to go in there, check the messages, and allow them through. So they're almost it's like a it's like a nice a spam folder, yeah, slash filter, yeah, they call it basically. So it's not spam what you guys are sending me, but mm -hmm. it's the same equipment. It's a filter folder, yeah. yeah. It's a better way of describing it. Um, so this person had not. I hadn't spoken to them before because they were in the request. Because the moment that you speak to somebody, it automatically puts it into your general or um, what's the other one you've got on there? Primary, got? Is it? Primary and general. Yeah. So you, it puts you straight across. And then when you message me again, I actually get notified of a message on the little symbol. But the ones that come in for requests, they don't notify you of. I have to go in manually and look. And they sent me this. And it just started normally saying, Wishing you really well with the surgery. You're going to get through this fine. You're fit and you're healthy. And fully believe you can get through this. You, you'll be good. And I was like, that was nice. Then, next paragraph. I myself have surgery in about six weeks. I know what you're going through because I myself have surgery in six weeks to have my leg amputated. Fuck. And I, I'm ready to get back mm -hmm. once that's done. Yeah. And my brain just went, oh, you can, you can shut up. Mm-hmm. We can shut up. Yeah. Because this dude, motherfucking uh, giving you some speech about you're going to be okay. Yeah. And he's having his leg taken off. What a guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Now, so I haven't replied to you. I would have replied to you by now if you do listen to the podcast. You're the reason I thought I'm going to send some voice notes. Because mm. that's just astounding. Yeah. And it just goes to show the things that people are going through that they don't tell other people. I don't get the chance to let other people know because they don't work in this style of what we do, you know, yeah. and being on socials and being able to have that reach. And they yeah. just, there's some amazing stories. Yeah. I, I think uh, a voice note's always, to be honest, a lot of the time voice notes are quicker. And I think people value a voice note a lot more. Oh, 100%. Because um, that's how pretty much I reply to, because I'm getting a lot more messages um, from the podcast. That's cool. And I pretty much do it all on voice note just because it's convenient for me. But I do you not find it glitches like a bitch? This is the only reason I don't do it more is because I'll go to record and it'll just like fail or flick off or do something. It cuts off after a minute. You can only leave a minute at a time. Yeah. So I have to like stop <laughs> and carry on going. You start off like, hey, buddy. So, yeah. And then by the time you get to like 40 seconds, you like, Yeah, you start, start slowly more and more sounding like an auctioneer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, I literally, I just let it run and then I'll just start a new one. A few times it's cut me off, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, yeah. it's one of the things that we actually kind of go in a bit off topic, but with um, when we work with our coaching clients at the gym, you know, when somebody asks a question, you can you can drop them a, drop them a text message as a response or an email, however they've got back to you. Um, or then the next kind of step up is leaving a voice note. And then the step up after that would be leaving them a little video. Yeah, they all take thereabouts <laughs> the exact same amount, like the same amount of time to to actually produce. Sometimes a video or voice note is actually quicker than 
typing it all out manually. Um, but the perceived value in that escalates massively. Like, well, have it, you don't, you don't, a, a message doesn't feel that real because somebody could be having a message while they're having a conversation with two other people. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. whereas a voice note, you know that that's the only thing they're doing. And then a video, you can literally see them making eye contact, or it feels like making eye contact with you. And it's like something that, with zero effort can like make somebody feel like they're much more valued and important yeah. um and like have focus so yeah it's it's definitely something that's worth worth doing have you seen what's the what's the cameo the app yes have you seen that i've not seen it now i know about you it. should you should get on cameo i think that'd be <laughs> freaking hilarious yeah there's loads of people on there there's loads of people like um one of one of the guys from the gym he got uh Matt Hardy from no. Hardy Boys WWE to do, and he did like a three minute video for like his two friends who are twins, and like he, awesome. he's there like fully in character, and he like sings a song like a demented happy birthday, <laughs> and like oh, I'll try and find the video. It's fucking brilliant, and like it wasn't it like it was fifty quid or something like that. Yeah, but like and obviously some of them they range massively. Yes, um, depending on who it is and what they're doing, but like a lot of UFC fighters are on there. Um, it's mad and they can just have like these happy birthdays from or you know it just can be random it doesn't have to be a happy birthday that's cool yeah I thought that'd be like a I do I think I look at it and I nice think it, but then do. I just doubt myself like who's going to want you to some, someone happy birthday somebody would mate why would you have like a million people following you on YouTube <laughs> yeah true like they obviously like to watch you I know it's just that set, that self thing isn't it where he's like who would really want that from me mm. I, and I should I should stop doing that I do it a lot the thing is, what what it what it does is because obviously you have you you <clears throat> on a daily basis you couldn't just respond to every single person who ever wanted to have a conversation with you. No, um, because you've obviously got a, a living to make and you need to produce <laughs> video content and uh, like loads of other stuff. But then it adds a little bit of value to that, so you could charge to send off a little video, and it's you know whatever you whatever your rate would be. But the person who wants that more would happily pay. 10 quid to just get a personal message to them or it you know it's probably more than likely be presence like someone's mm. partner knows that they're a big I, fan. I have had it and i've done sent voice messages and stuff like that on instagram for people yeah. and whatnots and yeah. things and little video messages so i have already actually done it just yeah. for nothing <laughs> i was gonna say that, yeah. that's what i mean like you, there's a limit to the amount that you could do for mm. nothing yes. whereas that it just means that oh yeah they're they because uh, they, the specific dates has to be done and sometimes i haven't been able to do it or i've been you know, I've missed yeah, it or whatever you know Whereas that way, I suppose, yeah, it's in a, some form of booked diary yeah, yeah. done. There's, there's honestly, mate, there was loads of them, and they've got some like not quite a list, but they've got some like big celebrities that do it. Oh, and, I know. Like, I've yeah. watched some of them, and they're literally like, who was it now? Um, How'd you watch them? So you can go onto their, you can go onto their page, and they'll show you like a few examples oh. of what they've done. Um, but yeah, like uh, there's some like quite. I know people like Steve O and stuff do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the Jackass like crew do it. Yeah. yeah, there's loads. And again, they're I think they're quite reasonably priced for something that's like if you're a fan of somebody and you've never met them and probably will never have chance to meet them, having that little yeah, bit of it's connection. Yeah, really cool gift. Yeah. yeah, imagine if you could get 
a wrestler for a kid mm-hmm. to see so going to send a birthday message. Yeah, cool. I remember I watched a couple of like Randy Couture's and Chuck Liddell's, and Chuck Liddell was like singing happy birthday to somebody, and he was just like chilling with a beer, singing happy birthday to this guy. I was like, how fucking cool is That's that? That's very cool. Yeah, you should look at that. Man. I think that definitely I'll, be. We'll have a look at it after this. Yeah, that definitely be like worth it. Some, well, someone has some interest. Cheesy Halloween movie of some kind. Yeah, maybe we'll look at the uh, what was it? Uh, dream, dream. Wishmaster. Wishmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to the breakup thing. We really will. <laughs> Team Tangent. Honest. We're just. Oh, did you see? Did um? Did you get sent uh, a quick t-shirt idea? Which ones? Was this Peggy? The Toodle Pip one. Yes, with the finger. Yes. Yes. It's Peggy Bra. I quite like it. Yeah, I did. I, I was. I didn't quite understand why we were giving people the finger. And then um, he said, well, it's just funny because Toodle Pip's so gentlemanly. And then there's the, the hashtag middle finger on there. But I think there's something, there's definitely something there. Yeah. Well, I liked the style of it. So that was cool because yeah, we did ask you guys last week if anybody's a graphic designer or designer of kinds wants to send us some ideas for T-shirt prints and things, then we will um, have a look into it and incorporate you if we use it. Yeah, I think, yeah, is it's Peg, is it, yeah, it's Peggy, bro. Yeah. Peggy, bro. He does make me laugh on a daily basis, this guy. Uh, is it? Yeah, Toodle Pip. So it's uh, like Toodle Pip written in what's like a... Um, how would you describe that? It's almost like Scrabble letters, I suppose, but like kind of a bit more childish. Yeah. So Toodle Pip and underneath is a red Mickey Mouse finger, uh, uh, hand like... giving the middle finger. Uh, is it a hashtag in the middle of the glove? It or is, is that yeah. just uh, cartoon markings? I think it might be just the markings. I think it's, it is a hashtag, just... but... But it's cartoon markings. Yeah. yeah. I really, I don't know, it's cool. And the, the hand is red and the writing's white background with black letters. It's kind of cool. I would rock that. Yeah, it is. It's just simple. And then just the, the crew cast thing on the on the back. I think because that's meant to be like the same, the front and the back of Oh, I didn't, one. I didn't go deep I enough to go into the, the back. Front. So the back has the crew just cast. Literally just I think, I think we'd probably just put the microphone on I was going to say, I just need the mic. We wouldn't need yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or even, I don't know. Could potentially get a uh, hem tag. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. Just sewing on the bottom or something. Mm. We should sort that. Yeah, we'll start looking into it. So many people keep messaging about it. Yeah, so we, yeah, we should do something. We'll make a limited number of them. If you want, I can, I can look at getting that sorted. If we've got some ideas for a design, I can just run that through the the stuff that we do with BCB. Poly cotton blend, long line. I think scoop neck. Yeah. Not too fussed. But we'll teach you all how to get a pair of scissors and chop the neck off. Yeah, I think maybe something that's a bit more standard and then you yeah. can customise it a little bit more. Because just... I'll cut the neck straight off it. Yeah. Then you could, uh, I've you mastered could... that now. Yeah. Every Gymshark basic t-shirt that I get now, I just cut the hem of the neck straight off using some tailoring scissors. Mm-hmm. Automatically, this was like a different piece of kit. Yeah. And everyone's like, where'd you get the top? It's like the most basic Gymshark one, and you just chop it up. Yeah. But because you don't, it's basic as well. So if you, you do fuck it, yeah, you're like, oh, well, think, you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it didn't cost you 40 quid. Yeah. It was like 16 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're in a sale, Black Friday sale coming up. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, so a good time to get some stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think they've given a date as to when the Black Friday's starting yet, though, because there isn't seem to be a set date for Black Fridays. No, everyone's I've seen just stuff like that's already in yeah, Black Friday. But like my a... protein is like now, yeah, straight away. Yeah. yeah, if you go on my protein, Lex Fitness at current moment, sixty five. Well, it's fifty percent off with my code, yeah. and, and but it's kind of wrapped in and incorporated into onto any permanent 
thing on the site. Yeah. So if there's a discounted item on the site where it's actually discounted on the site without a code and then you put my code in, it doubles them up. Nice. Like it, But it goes off the main price discount. It's off the main price, not the sale price. Right. So you get sale price plus mine. So it adds up to mine plus a further discount, which is a lot. Basically, 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 they pay you. But yeah, it's 50% <laughs> off minimum at the moment yeah. anyway, not including anything else. But they're going to have spike moments. Like when it first started, it was 55% and I told you all to get on it because it was going to drop the next day and it mm-hmm. dropped to 50%. I don't know if it scales the drops yeah. as it keeps going. I don't know. We'll see. We're getting updates daily. Fair enough. So yeah, Lex Fitness, my protein, and um, there will be no codes for Gymshark. It's just they drop their prices on the site and you've got to get them before they, they sell out. Mm. So just be ready for that one. I don't think it's going to be till probably mid-November though. Or maybe, no, maybe not. It might it's be announced month, earlier and probably, I can't remember when they did it last year, but it, it'll probably be announced within the first two weeks and then you'll know when it's going to drop. It's it's fucking chaos, isn't it? When it oh, happens, it's yeah. it's insanity. Like but you just can't even get on They the can't site. stop their site crashing. Every yeah. year it crashes. Yeah. Every year. And they get bigger and bigger and the site still crashes. Mm. Well, so. I suppose there's uh, there's worse problems to have than having such a rush of people <laughs> yeah, trying to get yeah. the, the internet, which is the in, effectively the infinite universe in a digital form, can't handle you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good going. Well, let's just finish off my arm, then we're going to breakups. So just in case people are wondering, like, Lex, what the fuck are you going to do with your arm? So my protocol is going to be in this cast for two weeks, and then go back on the nineteenth, get the cast taken off, stitches out. Uh, the cast is only on actually to protect the soft tissue to to protect that. Scarlet. gaping yeah. wound that would have been there that's been now obviously sewn up um so it's this the cast is actually not too much to protect the tendon that mm. to protect the tendon my arm just needs to be kept in a bent position mm. so the brace does that job after two weeks the brace has a 20 degree range of movement in it mm-hmm. so obviously you're allowed to just maneuver it a little bit which gets the joint moving but doesn't overextend to stress the tendon mm. and then week to week they increase increment it out as you begin your rehab to start being able to stretch that arm to its full length again. And they're saying two weeks in cast and probably six weeks in the brace, I yeah. think is what they said. So they're saying eight weeks. I'm telling you now, I'm crushing that date. Yeah. I'm making it six, five to six weeks, and I'm having it in full extension. Eight weeks I'm training the arm. Yeah. But one RM bicep. <laughs> yeah, we're just straight in, yeah. 30 kilo. Yeah. <laughs> no hips, heavy neg- nothing. <laughs> yeah, full heavy negatives. <laughs> but in the meantime I asked him I said can I train other things and he looked at me like you um, what are you about to say mm. <laughs> I was like obviously machines volume no lifting with this arm no doing anything with the with this arm obviously went, oh yeah yeah that's fine just be on static based machines nothing that requires you to balance a bar or anything like that mm. he said just stay away from it it's not worth your risk mm-hmm. um, even though you could it's just not worth it. If, if it drops, it stumbles, you tumble, you got to, you're you going to have the nature of wanting to grab. Yeah, to gr- do something so with that So just anything that's not that fine, you want to go on the machines, stack load stuff, yeah, absolutely fine. Work the other arm individually, just, and I said, I'll just do, light, I'll just do volume stuff. He said, yeah, perfect. So that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. See how I feel when I wake up tomorrow, how much pain it's in. Might let the body rest tomorrow because obviously it's undergone some major trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, give it that time to build you might, in. You might even feel like a little bit flu-like yeah, tomorrow because it's going to be a... I feel right now I'm in and out of going a little bit woozy mm. and feeling a bit like I might want to throw up mm. to being perfectly fine. Yeah. So when we were eating downstairs before, we happy. As we were setting this up, yeah. I went like car sick. Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah. 
but you were shifting around and stuff. You were moving and picking, well, not not picking stuff up with your yeah, arm, but you were like activating a lot of things, moving and being yeah. involved. Yeah. So a bit weird. See how I am tomorrow, but I'm going to build up the pain medication in my system tomorrow. Get it in a run. Get it going. Get it in there. So that then, obviously, it just just takes the edge off. What have you got? What meds? Cocodamol. The good stuff. Or? 30 milligrams. Don't know if that's good or bad. No. I know it's more than the five or three milligram ones you get from Boots. Right. So we're talking proper stuff. Okay. Um, and you're supposed to load them into your system pretty much. So once you get them in, you just keep them in every six hours. And that's supposed to be the best way of doing it. You don't kind of take it because you're hurting. Wait till you hurt again. Yeah. And then take it. Yeah. Because... It takes a while to kick in. Yeah, because you don't know how this operation's done. They've drilled holes in my forearm bones. Mm. And that's what, and then they cross-stitch the tendon. They pull the tendon down. So they've sliced my arm open, dug around inside the arm to find where the tendon's buggered off to at the top, pulled that all the way back down on my shredded non-fat arm. <laughs> then they've cross-stitched um, through the tendon, and then they bring out, they bring out two of the, I don't know, I'm going to call them wires. It's probably wrong. All right. So they, they bring the two wires out. They drill two holes into the bone. They feed the wires through the bone and then they tie those to what they call a button at the back. Mm. And that sits obviously pulling against the Just bone. like an anchor. Yeah. And like an anchor point. Yeah. But what they, so I've got two holes in the bone, all that stitching on through it. And obviously the tendon should now begin to bind back to the bone. What they haven't done is what some do is they drill one big hole, pull the tendon through, the, the, uh, pull the tendon down pull the wire through the hole, stitch lines, whatever, stitching through the hole. Then they screw in through the hole to mm. pin pin the lines. So they don't do that. They use this button at the back, which is going to, in theory, I think will cause less pain because I've got, not, got something stuck in my bone that's foreign. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally, it's like free free moving. Yeah, and that bone extent. will just start to heal over. Yeah. Yeah. It should do. As opposed to healing around a screw. Yeah. Which causes pain. Mm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how much pain I'm in tomorrow. You, you're gonna, you know. I think you're probably feeling at your best, now. like now, because yeah. you've still got all the good shit. Um, and then you probably have a couple of couple of weeks of being rough. Doesn't mean that you won't be able to do anything. That's why certain. we get that code mall in and build it. You know, yeah. keep it in there mm. so it's so I can function. Yeah, you'll definitely be able to do some some kind of light work, and I definitely would keep air on the side of caution just for the first couple of weeks because you just yeah. gotta obviously, you know, Actually, already book stuff. Like, training is a form of fatigue, and your, your body's not your body doesn't know the difference between having, like you know, high high stress at work, a heavy gym session, a surgery, a cold. Mm-hmm. It's all just it's all just stress for your body to recover from. So hammering training too ch- too hard would definitely have a detrimental effect to your. I think just go slow. Process. Get like a nice deep burn, high volume. Mm. Take it at a nice you pace. Get in, you could get in and out in twenty minutes. Like you, do, you wouldn't have to do See, a lot. Well, I want to avoid that because I don't want to get sweaty because mm. of the cast. Ah, uh, true. So I'm gonna have to go slow. Yeah, yeah. Just get that. You know that deep burn where you hold it's like and you put it down, nice and easy rest. Mm. Yeah, and just pace it. And yeah. That's what I'll do. You don't need to do four anything days crazy. a week. I'll try. Yeah, get that done. Yeah, I just really would stress like you'd you'd want to leave while you still all right do you know what i mean you're not going to want to push yeah. past that too much maybe after like the first week or two i think first week just be real careful just mm. go and get the blood flowing just go through some of those movements that will yeah you'll get a massive benefit from just that yeah 
Just yeah, feel, so. and feeling like you've done something like you've not just and been mentally it'll be huge yeah exactly because um, I think that's that's going to be the biggest drawback is like if you do have two three weeks of no training because I had that when, when I had my chest infection I had a couple of weeks where I just was coughing my guts up so I couldn't even get up the stairs without being out of breath and then I was like, I was really not wanting to go back to training because I was like, yeah. fuck, it's been too long. And I was like, I really, I don't want to, I, I almost don't want to see how shit I am. Yeah. So I was like, I'd rather just leave it now. I was like, yeah. I'm, I don't need to train ever yeah. again. It's all right. I own a gym, but that's fine. <laughs> it's mad, <laughs> you isn't almost, it? Yeah, you almost like, just yeah, don't want to see it. Just makes you do that. It's mm. crazy. Yeah, so. So that's my plan anyway. Four or five, when the brace is on, I'm just going to be a jab machine. I'm going to go on the bags. Mm. I'm going to keep my right arm up like a guard because mm. it'll be bent mm. and then just jab and move and jab and move and just get my cardio in a bit that way maybe i might do the stairmaster like you said after you said you didn't mind yours yeah you you yeah it, get it, a bit of that in yeah like it was weird like it got it got my heart rate up very quickly and gets you especially fuck me i was trying to talk to one of our coaches i was on the stairmaster i was trying to talk to him about something with one of our clients and i was just like and then and then i was <laughs> like, like I could, malcolm in the middle yeah yeah i was i was and then i was like they came in <laughs> I was fucked. Um, for like, literally, I was talking for a minute, and it absolutely wiped me out. Yeah. Um, but you, you, I came off the stairmaster, and within ten minutes, like, I felt fresh again. Like there was no jelly legs or anything, which I kind of get from any kind of. If I'm Sprints. jumping on the bike, or yeah, I'll have jelly legs for ages, half an hour to an hour. I'll be like, really? Ugh. yeah, like. Not where I'm going to fall over, but, no, but you feel I, like, like I don't want to get back on it. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Stairmaster, I was like, oh, I feel fine. I could just do that again. Mad. Very strange. I don't. It's very, very drive-orientated, isn't mm, it? I don't know if it's like, it's it's very kind of glute and quad yeah. focused because of obviously the position that you're, you're going through um, and whether that just means that you kind of... It's just less intense as well, isn't it? Because yeah. you're not running up the stairs. No. You're it, in a solid plod, plod mode. Yeah, but... By saying it's less intense, it really doesn't do it justice because it still really does well, fuck you yeah. up, which yeah, is yeah, the hard. Yeah. It's, it's like way harder than it well, should be. You're lifting your own body weight over and over and over, mm. but switching the side, which does it. So it's less intense in terms of your lungs burning out faster, but it's as intense by the end, probably for the load you've shifted. Yeah, because like a box step up is a is a is an exercise. You do that, you yeah. do that loaded. So effectively, you're doing body weight box step ups. For time, for yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, for ten, especially yeah, skip a step, thousands of reps, yeah, skip a step each mm. time. That's yeah. the goal. Let it go on to the bottom. Skip a step, drive up. Mm. But you got to make sure as well that you drive up off your the leg that you're putting down yeah. onto the incline step. Don't drive up by pushing off Kicking the leg off behind leg, you, yeah, because yeah. that then you, then you lose that benefit. And I have had a go in five minutes, dude. My because my glutes were inactive. Mm. Quads and glutes. Mm. Crazy burn. Yeah, I've only been doing like 100 calories at a time on it, and then I'll stop for a bit. and then It's like 10 minutes. Well, depending on what speed, I'm yeah. doing it in around eight to yeah, eight and a half. Quite well, though, yeah. for when you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so we'll give that a bash. Right, should we tackle the subject then? All yeah. right, we're doing it. We're tackling it. Breakups. But we're not tackling it in a melancholy way. We're going to tackle it in the fact of, here's what you fucking do to move on. Mm-hmm. So you're broken up. It's happened. What do we do? Mm. Here's what we don't do. We don't sit and listen to music, which <laughs> makes us feel sad about the fucking breakup. Rule number fucking one. <laughs> yeah. No sad movies or music that immediately makes you think of the relationship you are now no longer involved in. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's that kind of 
inbuilt need to wallow, I think, and yep. you do do your best to avoid anything that is going to just kind of bring on those wallowy feelings. Just don't. Got to catch yourself. Yeah, and, and also distractions as well. That is, it's not avoiding it, but speak to your friends that you haven't spoke to in too long because yep. you've Get been busy with the missus or whatever else. In. Yeah, like focus on friends. That's going to be one of the major things. If you ain't got no friends... Go make some, or go and do Bring stuff. Bring your family, get, do yeah, something. Go family. outside, go back to a club, go to the gym. Get yeah. out, just get out. Yeah. Do something that is a positive to you, for yeah. you. Yeah, is like anything. If, if you're, because people will do it and they'll find themselves sat at home, not not going out, not wanting to do anything, sitting listening and just watching. Listening to the music. Yeah, listening to music, watching films. And if that's where you're at right now, just fucking chuck some shoes on, put a coat on because it's cold as shit. Yeah. Just go out, go out for a walk. Yeah. Like even, literally just get out and that is, that's the best place to start. Get out, out of the regular yeah. dull environment. Realize how big that fucking world is that you're now walking around in mm-hmm. and how ridiculous it is that you think in that giant universe that you can't even see the end. You can't even, you can't even see towards the ends of mm-hmm. that. You think there's nobody else in that giant universe for you. Don't be so stupid. Yeah. Look how huge it is and where you are. Yeah, I think keeping perspective for people as well that whatever happened, because every situation is going to be different, it's not a bad situation. It's a lesson that you've been able to learn from Mm -hmm. and that is going to then put you in better stead for the next relationship that comes along in however many years. You, You know stuff now that you did not know before that relationship, whether those be red flags to avoid whether they're things about your own personality that maybe you feel like you should be working on mm-hmm. in your downtime. Because also when I think when you're in a relationship, it is more challenging to to make to to better yourself because you're a bit more wrapped up in the other person. There's there's a lot more factors yeah, going on. Focus when, specific. Isn't yeah, it? when you're alone, you really can um, turn that kind of turn your eye inward and use that time to better yourself, yeah. but use that knowledge that you've gained from maybe some of those nasty experiences in past mm-hmm. relationships to be like, okay, I know this is a, like a, a trait that can come out in me when I'm in adverse situations. Mm-hmm. What, you know, how can I, how can I try to improve that? That's like one of the main things is whenever you, this is, doesn't just apply to breakups. I think this applies to everything, every shit situation that comes mm-hmm. about. There's a, there's a, a lesson to be learned. Like you, you only really learn lessons from things going wrong. Things going right doesn't really teach anyone anything. No, that's true. Yeah, winning all the time doesn't help you, you get better. Yeah, you don't learn anything. Yeah. There's there's this like because um, in in like basically all scientific studies, what they do is they just try and find problems. They're just gonna they've got a theory and they're gonna test it until it's wrong and then they make a change, test it until it's wrong. Because the, 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 I don't remember exactly what the quote is, but it was like, you could see a million white swans and that does not prove that there are only white swans, but you see one black swan and you know that there's not just white swans. Yeah. So you, you like that that one thing that ch- that breaks the rule out of a million is far know. more important than the million other before, before it. So basically learn from your mistakes. Yeah, it's really true, really true. And, and here's another thing as well is to believe, you know, even if you don't think you're at fault, in some way, you've been at fault, whether mm. it be against yourself or against the other person. You maybe let them get away with too many things or let them push the boundaries. You didn't pull up red flags. You didn't pay attention to the red flags. You allowed yourself to deny 
uh, feeling a certain way because you thought it was silly or, or things like that. There are faults that you've made that have led to it being an unsuccessful relationship. Or if you've maybe, not or, and if maybe the relationship has been a very bad one, like obviously abusive of any kind, whether it be psychological to physical, mm -hmm. and you're away from that now. You know, if anybody, and I think most people suffer that in some form in a relationship, don't they? And it's yeah. to notice that trait in somebody else when you see them as well. Yeah. You will never not see that now. Yeah. And that's a huge, huge benefit because you'll see it a mile away and you'll be like, nope. Yep. No, Checking no, out no. This one Check, straight see away. you later and, and do that. Do not give that person a chance. If you see those red flags for something like that, out straight away. You are more important. And what you also need to understand is that this one thing that's happened to you, this breakup, doesn't define you or your future at all in any way. Like Lou said, it's a, it's a learning curve where we, yeah, like you said, turning inward, best thing I did yeah. when, um, you know, I had that, that time to myself. It was to work on what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? What's my focus? Yeah. And then if somebody else fits within that focus, that's what I'll allow. Yeah. But that's only what I'll allow. And anybody that pulls me from that focus from this point on or pulls me from these goals or pulls me from that, nope, not having it. No yeah. more. People people have that a lot. And, and that is a, <clears throat> a common theme that I see. I keep talking about coaching clients today, but um, with, with some of our coaching clients, they've, you know, they used to be in shape and then met a partner. Who didn't train. Who didn't train. I've got something to say kind about of, that later as well. Remind they, me about training and partner. Okay, yeah. And then obviously, yeah, priorities change. Then some of them have kids and then the kids become the priority for years. Yeah. And then on. before they know it, they've had 10, 15, 20 years that have passed by yeah. of them not looking at them not being a priority, not even being they close to being a priority. themselves. Yeah. yeah, it's been others. And then yeah. they're in such a shit state because yeah. they've been putting everyone else first. Yeah. And they're fucking miserable and they've let themselves go. And, they've, and some of them have done damage that's going to take a long time to kind of get back from. Mm. But people think that prioritizing yourself is selfish, but how are you meant to care for anyone else properly if you aren't looked after? Yeah, it's not selfish. It's, it's probably the most strengthening thing you can do. We're not talking about vanity. We're not talking about staring at yourself in a mirror. We're talking about prioritizing your, how do I put this, your... What what is it? I want to say wellness in life, but there's a saying. It's my um, brain refusing to give it to me. Your oh, what is it? God damn it! It was would have been perfect. It would have summarized my vitality. point. Vitality. Yeah, know. it's something like that. <laughs> Basically, how much do you value the life you're leading? Mm. Is it of is it of value to you? Is it enjoyable? Are you happy when you yeah. wake up in the morning? Because if you're not, you need to address it. Because I think as well, when people are looking at prioritizing, prioritizing, um, you know, whether that be their partner or their kids or whatever you're you're not giving them your true self if you're if you're so fatigued or ran ran down because of not looking after yourself mm. they're actually getting a worse version of you yeah um so and it's yeah. also important that other people understand that you value yourself and that you are not just a facilitator for their needs and so by showing that you value yourself and that you have these things that you will do for you and they are for you and you're going to have that time for you, uh, that then sends a message that these things that I prioritize for me are mine and will be done. And you will be, yes, I will help you, but it will work around 
me, not me around you. Yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of people, if you've gone through a breakup, if you really look at it, one of you was one of those people mm. in that relationship. Somebody worked around somebody else and you weren't. And I think it's, what's really important is you need to be living independent lives. Yeah. And people keep saying that, the, no, you should. Yes, you should. If all you do is wrap yourselves up in each other, that's too much pressure you're putting on a relationship. You need to have separated lives. It's why it's better when two people work at separate jobs, yeah. go out all day and come back and then only see each other in the evenings. They tend to last longer yeah. than the people that spend 24-7 in each other's pockets. Yeah, I, I see that quite often. The people well, that COVID. have... Look how many people broke up because they had to oh stay God. together all day. Yeah, they're day. like, oh shit, you're, you're like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people didn't I didn't realise what it was like living with that person for, mm. for an extended period of time and like your relationship only kind of worked because you didn't see each other very much. Yeah. Which, you know, that's, uh, you know, it is an extreme situation, but it definitely shed some light on it. And yeah, it's it's... Because that, that potentially could have been a concern for me and Emma because most of mine and Emma's relationship, I was working away. I saw mm. her on weekends most of the time because I was fucking travelling around the country at work. Fortunately, we actually got on even better when we were when we were together because for, for me and her, we really valued the fact that it was probably the you know, the only time where we would be able to see each other practically any time yeah. throughout the day. Where Do you we encourage wanted. me? Yeah, during yeah. lockdowns. Um, yeah, that was that was okay, but, but that's, that's definitely you knew you were going back though. Yeah, to that. You yeah, know, it's like independent. You're annoying me a little bit, but I'll put up with it for now. <laughs> yeah. I can't fucking wait till I'm back at work. <laughs> <laughs> but is it because you have your own drives and your own goals from the separateness of those points in your life, yeah. and that's what helps you prioritize you and maintain that, which then gives that better version of you to the other person because you're then prioritizing your life. And to f for them, to, for you, if you're prioritizing your own life, to then bring someone else in, that's a value. Mm. You're not just letting them in, you're allowing yeah. them in. And that's a choice. So you're making a positive choice towards having those people there with you rather than them just being there all the time. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big deal. But I think in terms of getting over the breakup, have a look at that. It, was there any of that going on? Mm -hmm. And in terms of you know, what's coming around the corner, you don't rush it either. Oh, God, no. Um, that, that's probably the biggest thing. Don't go looking for somebody who we're talking about now who you can be with all of them, it's fine. No, no. These are just all things to be looking for as things yeah. develop in future relationships. But for right now, there is no rush yeah. to go and find somebody else. In fact, stop. Mm -hmm. Make yeah. yourself take time to yeah. be with just you. I think um, we, we all probably know somebody who has gone from a relationship straight into is that you mate yeah straight into another you relationship all the time another. that's all i did yeah and you know and and that, i think that's it people aren't comfortable being on their own it wasn't even that it wasn't that i was uncomfortable with my own it was just the fact that i i would go out because mm -hmm. i'm social as a human in my own nature and it wasn't that i wasn't prioritizing myself it was just that i'd be out and i'd meet someone nice and i was just too easily led into being committed to someone yeah it was just i mean i've grown up with my mom and three sisters mm -hmm. i think it's just in my nature to want to have a female presence in my life yeah. subconsciously yeah so i will adhere to people very quickly mm -hmm. and I, it, it wasn't it was a mental battle to make me hold back mm. you know long enough yeah to realize what it is i want who i am where i want to go yeah and th that's the it was so empowering because it was the first time I really ever did that. Yeah. And I sat there and went, God damn, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Why? What, what? All those times where you, you you made stupid amounts of effort to make something work that really should have just worked if it was going to work. Yeah. But you had to, f from the get-go, make mm -hmm. these fights. 
yeah. happen to, yeah. to win these fights to make it work. Not fights between each other, but fights of situations, fights of circumstances, and just multiple things. Yeah, I think um, that's maybe a, something to t- t- make a note on if somebody's in a, in a newer relationship right now. Slightly different situation, but if you think... If you're, you know, in a relationship and you've been in that relationship for six, 12, 18, even two years, and you're constantly arguing, constantly having problems, if you think that that relationship is going to get better and get easier in five years' time, in 10 years' time, <laughs> no, it's nope. not. No, <laughs> no, Things get no. tougher. Um, yeah, things get tougher. Things, you, you, you're not even at the fucking honeymoon period after the first couple of years. No. Nope. Like, the, there is... Um, Basically a bit of mechanism for argument. Yeah. In your life. Yeah. And, yeah, you, I think it's it's probably easier said than done, but honestly, if you're in a position where someone, you're really unhappy with somebody and it's a couple of years and this is consistent, cut your losses. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, because it, it won't get easier over the next few years. It no. will just get more challenging. And then you're investing more time, five years, 10 years. What what point it's do you... It's easily done. Yeah. And you get wrapped up then in that, in that spiral of the mechanics of that relationship. Getting, you know, oh, you know, you become time when you can have an argument because something's building. Mm. And the ridiculousness of things like saying someone's good looking, who's on the TV, mm-hmm. and that oh, makes somebody so <laughs> moody with you. Are, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? It's a TV star. Yeah. I can't see other people, I can't see anyone else as being good looking. Mm. If somebody else says to me, now, you know, as a good looking fella, I look at him and go, oh, I can see that, yeah. Mm. Or, oh, no, I don't see that. Yeah, what is I, it? Yeah. You know, that, it doesn't bother me. And here's another thing, people. If somebody's going to go out and do something, you can't stop them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't try. You shouldn't have to try. Nope. If someone's going to go and do something, it is not your job to fight to stop them doing it. The person shouldn't want to do it if they're right. And that is <clears throat> that is a huge, huge thing. So if that is a, has been of any problem and you're broken up, you're free and you did the right thing. Yep. If that is going on and somebody is that way, leave. Yeah. Leave yeah. it now. I'm telling you, just listen to us from experience. Leave. And here's the thing. We told you this before, but whether you missed it, your brain functions on a different level when it comes to memories of relationships. It will actively dissipate negative memories faster than positive memories, which is why over the few months when you break up, the relationship will start to seem rosier and rosier and rosier in your memories. Mm-hmm. All the good, because the negatives, your brain literally erases them faster. Yep. And it's a coping mechanism that we've evolved to develop. So do not trust your memories. If you broke up, here's another thing. You broke up because you got to a point in life where you decided after seeing, feeling, and thinking about everything that's been going on that you did not want to be with that person. Yeah. Or they did not want to be with you if you're on the breakup end of it. And either way, that is a decision made with finality. Now, don't get me wrong. People can go away, separate for a few years, and come back around. But that's usually because they've changed as people. Yeah. Or they've, or they had a bad mindset previously mm. and they've realized they were wrong in some way yeah that's not that common but it does happen. no I, or a friend of mine who just came around it's happened to but yeah. he was you know and it's nice because he had kids as well yeah um and he's reconnected because he'd broken up for a couple of years you know mm. but then it's come back around and he admitted you know we're still work we're working now actively working to stay happy mm-hmm. as before it was just because there's kids involved and so that it got a bit lazy i guess yeah but now you know they've come back realized they were actually had some very good points of the relationship and have come back together and are, and are working yeah. and being mindful. 
But yeah, this is the thing with the, the breakup is um, a lot of the times you will end up looking at a false relationship compared to what you've actually lost. Yeah, just rose-tinted glasses mm. looking back and on it. it. And, and you'll sit there and this is when you start to wallow. This is when you start to stop doing things for yourself because you're like, I've lost all of this. Mm-hmm. And what else do I have, you know? And that can seem like you've lost a lot when you're maybe sat in an apartment on your own and nobody's sat there with you or coming around. Uh, it can't seem, but you have to catch yourself and say, no, there's a reason this happened, whether it was for me or for them, it happened. And it is, it is a, a final act. Yeah. It's done. So what the fuck are you going to do? You sitting, wallowing, moaning, moping, crying is not going to fix anything. You're mm-hmm. proliferating the pain. Mm-hmm. You're making it worse for no good reason. And think of all the opportunities that you are missing whilst you're sat wallowing and moping and crying and shittily listening to crappy music and watching shitty films in your house, seeing no one doing nothing. How many things have you missed? How many people have you missed? How many opportunities have slipped by because of that? I think as well, it's such a... There's such pressure to be in a relationship. Whereas realistically, like... I'm I'm fairly confident to say that humans as a species aren't meant to be monogamous. I don't think oh, no. we, we're not meant to no. be in in a relationship. The way we, <clears throat> to be blunt, ejaculate mm. is devolved from stopping other ejaculate, winning, mm-hmm. assuming that the thing that you're banging into yeah. is banging into other stuff. Yeah. Like, so we have a we have we have kamikaze sperm. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. 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 And that's literally because we're designed to spread the seed yeah yeah the fact that we can do it multiple times <laughs> yes a, a day multiple yeah. times in a short periods of time yep uh yeah we're not we're not designed Just, and, and yeah. obviously our brain chemistry still hasn't really evolved that much from when that was the norm yeah so we it's a, it's a are, huge social pressure yeah we we're battling in terms of like what our internal you know brain chemistry wants us to do our body wants us to do and yeah, then the the social pressure and this like social structure that's been created, which is completely artificial. Mm. Um, not was, saying I guess it was originally derived from power gain. Yeah, yeah. we're going off topic though with tangenting. Let's yeah, get back to yeah, it is a tangent, but yeah. basically it, it's complicated. And you're, you know, there's also nothing wrong at all with just not being in a relationship, and yeah. that and like. Why do you have to? Why why are you going to have to look to have a relationship to settle down with somebody? That is a construct put on you by society. Yeah. If you want to be fucking single for the rest of your life and then just have a shag now and then, or do whatever you want to do, maybe not. Yeah. That is also completely fine as well. There is <laughs> yeah. literally no pressure to find find somebody to settle down with to maybe have two point five kids. Like yeah. why? Why? And there's also the fact now that you have so much more freedom in your time schedule. Mm. Anything you want to do, you can go fucking do it. Anything you've been putting off, anything that you've been putting on backlog, all those things, you have no excuses to not get the fuck on with them now. Mm-hmm. Whether it be writing that book, painting that picture, getting back to the gym, doing some uh, training that you wanted to try that's different, joining a club, fucking jumping out of a plane, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> with a backpack on. <laughs> there is literally nobody to tell you no right now. Yeah. The, or, the, the world just opened up to you. Yeah. Go take advantage or you can sit in that fucking room listening to your shitty music, watching shitty movies and feeling sorry for yourself. Tell me what you'd rather fucking do. Hmm. 
Because I'm telling you now, it'll take you a few days of getting out and doing some cool shit to change your goddamn mentality. That's it. That's all it'll take. Yeah, if you can force yourself for a week. Yep. One week, and honestly, that could... And 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 I mean literally force yourself. you got to, you know, you might yes. have to literally drag your ass out of bed yep. and go and stand outside and go out for walks. And you'll the first couple, you might be like, oh, like not feeling the benefit. But if you force yourself to do some cool shit mm-hmm. and some stuff that gets you out there just for a week, that's enough to start to, to get that ball rolling. And let me tell you now, the other person isn't, sit, isn't sitting at home mm. wallowing and moaning about you. No. They're not. I tell you now, if you're the one that's being dumped, mm. they are out. <laughs> yeah. And don't don't you fucking care that they're out. Let that motherfucker go. Who cares? They're not part of you anymore. They're not part of what you are. It, there's no consequence what they are doing at this moment, at this time right now. Stop thinking about it. Yeah. What relevance is it? What are you benefit, benefiting from, from thinking all the sordid things that they might be doing now that they're probably not? They're probably just doing something boring, yeah. like eating soup. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Start focusing on you. What are you going to fucking do? I'd definitely say uh, a, a move to put in fairly swiftly would be delete them from your social media. Yeah, block them so you don't. Do you not don't stalk. Yeah, you yeah don't stalk them. Basically, you wanna you wanna start to detach, and the best way to do that, especially initially, is just to not see them, and whether that be yep. on social media or in person, listen to them, watch videos of them, whatever the fuck you want to do. Erase, don't have to be rude it. about it if they try and approach you. Just like, listen, I need some time on my own just to deal with this. Yeah, and just you know, I'll let I'll let you know when I'm okay again, and you just let it ride. Yeah, and you don't. Yeah, yeah, that might, you might get to that point where you you passed it and you still could talk to them at a later date, mm. but you you don't have to. That's not you know yeah. when you're broken up, you are not obligated to no. fucking talk to no. somebody. We just told you you got your whole fucking world back. Yeah. You make the rules now. Mm. And honest to God, if you can yeah, force yourself out, go go, get yourself doing things. It's huge. It's huge. you just got to break the mechanic. It's easy to wallow and watch shitty movies, listen to the music that makes you sad, and keep yourself in that sad mood because it takes no energy. Mm-hmm. It's just like any depression. Yeah. Anything, we can we can get depressive, we can get down. I just had my arm sliced open. I've got an 8 to 10-inch scar. My right hand doesn't, my right-hand side of my body doesn't work anymore for the next eight weeks. I'm right-handed. Mm-hmm. I've got to become a lefty for eight weeks. I, do you know how long it took me to type a message saying, I'm on my way home, buddy, to you? And then you didn't say buddy, you it said didn't say busy. Buddy. Yeah, I'm on my way home, busy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up to that busy line, about a minute. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was in a car and I could not control anything. Yeah. Useless, absolutely useless. I, mean, I could sit right now and what I could be, I've just come out of fucking surgery, motherfuckers. I could be sat downstairs worrying about my pain, worrying about my arm, sat pandering to this oh just been in surgery oh, i can't move my hand my arm does it no what am i doing recording a fucking podcast for you guys because i said i would and i wanted to get myself back into a mechanism of being active and doing something productive yeah and i made a commitment if i am uh, my, my only commitment was if i'm not freaking loopity loop from the anesthetic i'm doing this yeah and i'm fucking doing it yeah committed to it well that's it as well one of the things you said to me is you wanted to make sure that as soon as you're out of surgery you start off on the right track yes. and that's what this is like the podcast for us it's to actually record it it's, it's not too hard you know what i mean it's no. just us sitting down having a <laughs> yeah. chat and it's a, it's a good time um but it's something that's productive it's something that kind of it gets the ball rolling in multiple ways and it? it's a good time yeah yeah Paid my mind off the shit time yeah it's huge yeah and, me, and when i turned up mm-hmm. my mate mark was here 
Was yeah. he, he wasn't here when you no, came. No, no, I didn't see Yes, him. I turned up. He surprised me. Didn't even know he was coming. Nice. He rode down on the motorbike from Manchester. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and uh, as I walked in the door, he was just right there smiling at me. I was like, you motherfucker. You lovely motherfucker. As if. Thank you so much. Cheered me right up. That's like brilliant. smile on my face and walk back in the door. Yeah, and then the smell of the motorbike when he left. Yeah. Oh, you know the first, you'll know when the first time you go to buy a motorbike, yeah. the smell will be something you notice. Mm. And it will remind you forever, every time you smell a motorbike, for that first time you went to buy a motorbike, because you were going to do it. Yeah. And that's, he drove off and my brain went, oh, I need my bike. <laughs> Remember those times? Just, oh, it, I was literally walking back up the drive, just going, oh, that smell, like, yeah. it fueled me. one-handed. <laughs> but yeah, I say, but then it fueled me, like, right, we're healing this motherfucker. Yeah. I am riding soon. Like, yeah. we're getting back on the fucking bike. We're not keeping me off these things. You're not stopping me doing what I want to do. Mm. And this is how you should be feeling after a breakup. You will not stop me from doing what I want to do. You will not stop me from being the person I want to be. You got to say that to yourself. Fucking get to a goddamn mirror now. Look at yourself in the face. If you've been sat watching shitty movies, listening to shitty sad music, Stand, turn it all off, put something fucking cool on, gives you goosebumps. Go stand in the mirror and go, I will not let you stop me being the fucking person I want to be. Talk to that past you, the yeah. motherfucker that's wallowing. Yeah. And rid it, get, rid of, get rid of that fucker too. Yeah. <laughs> You're dumped as well, you yeah. prick. You're fucking you're miserable dick. Yeah. If you got dumped, go dump that wallowy motherfucker of your version of yourself yeah. right now. <laughs> that fucking man. You wake up tomorrow, you have a fucking plan of action. So here's what you do. You make a list. Yeah. List of shit you want to get done. And you do it. And if you don't do it, you feel fucking sh- stupid about yourself. Yeah. Because you've no reason not to. Yeah. Just literally, like, we've spoken about this a fucking million times. Yeah. Just set yourself little tasks and start with the easy shit. Build the build positive momentum. The the little tasks lead into yeah. the more, you know, the, the larger tasks. But the, the point of doing them, and, and the task can be anything. Going out for a walk, that can oh, be yeah. a task 100%. That's on my put task that. list for tomorrow. Yeah, Get that. up in the morning, go for a walk. Yeah. So I don't sit down and start feeling the pain. I want to get out and get my body moving. Yeah. Because if I teach my body to get moving every day, it will ignore the pain more. If you sit and allow the pain to be the dominant thing that your body's dealing with, yeah. it will you will feel it more. If you get out and get moving, your body realizes, oh, we're up and about. Yeah. We, we need less focus on the injury because we've got other shit to be yeah. focused on. It, it literally does work like that on a balance I was going to say, there's, there's actually, there's, yeah, there's, that's, there's studies on that and it's people people's like pain tolerances during different levels of activity and there was like completely sedentary. There was sedentary with like mental stimulus, so like they were doing like quizzes yeah. and that made a massive difference and then there was um, physically active and then I think there was physically active and mentally stimulated as well oh, wow. and basically yeah. they all incre- in- incrementally reduced pain yeah because all, you, you have to con have you ever have you ever done something hurt yourself somehow and then like thought it hurt and then looked at it after and then re- and then yeah. like seen oh shit i've just cut myself open and then it hurts way worse yeah 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 that's your brain <laughs> that's your brain that's made that it hasn't all of us inside hurting more so pain's you know, it's 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 a perception. It's perception, it's a perception yeah. yeah. And the with meditation, people can like, well, Do people can completely stuff. block out pain. Yeah. But um, even even your average person can make a just quite a, be active. Yeah. Get the focus on other things other than this one problem you've got going on. And it's a, it's a uh, what was the other one that uh, there was something? Oh, that was it. They say you know if you hurt yourself and limp, mm-hmm. they tell you stop limping as soon as you fucking can. Yeah. Get it moving normally. Get it moving normally because if you limp, you're building a mechanism of a limp. Yeah. 
and you're actually reducing your uh, you're increasing your recovery time. Yeah. So don't don't limp. Yeah. And the same with your relationship. Stop yeah. fucking limping your way through life now. Yeah. And that yeah the same thing applies to that pain like physical pain and mental pain applies the same. You you know you're if you if you sit there and do nothing about it that, just that focus mental on that pain that mental pain is going to be much larger. If you Huge. stay mentally occupied and physically occupied that is going to be yeah. Is going you to can either sit and focus reduced. on it. Make it an overwhelming, un like overwhelming feeling of something you can't conquer, or you can get out and mix shit up and dilute it. Mm. That's all it takes. Like I said, going for a walk. It's anything that just takes your mind off this single singular focus. Any other things we can talk about? Little tips and tricks we've done. Well, the one for me was the big one was me realizing that that single moment doesn't define you. Yeah, at all. Like, and the world is now free to you. Your time is yours. You have opportunities like never before. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking reinvent yourself. Fucking go wear that shit that they didn't like. Mm-hmm. Go do all that stuff that they disliked and wouldn't let you do. Or like tutted at you for. Mm. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Go be you. Let that person out. There's somebody out there who would love that person. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it as well. Knowing that you mentioned it earlier that there is a... There's billions of people on a planet, mm. and the idea that you're not going to find somebody else who's going to match up with you, and that the person who might match up with you perfectly, you're probably never going to see them. But you'll find somebody you might get in that ninety percent range. Yeah, there's probably there's probably tens of thousands of people that well, are in I that like ninety percent range. There is no perfect person. No, well, there isn't one. There might be one. There's enough people. I don't people. think there is. There might be one. I don't think. No, no. I think that that we are all eventually, no matter how perfect something is, if you spend enough time with it whether it be an inanimate object or a person, mm. you'll find fault. Of course. So they yeah. cannot, I don't think there is a perfect. But humans are too complex to to have yeah. like a perfect match in every way. But I think often the, like, fuck, I can't even imagine a relationship where you're perfectly matched. I'd, like somehow that would be rubbish. I think like, you'd, I th- you'd want to sabotage it. Like. Yeah, yeah, you would. Like, the, <laughs> Let's get some excitement. Yeah, having, if you agreed with your partner all the time, how fucking dull would that relationship well, be? Well, think, think of that thing that Alan Watts said. If you could dream any dream... What would you dream? And he said you would start with a dream where you had wealth and money and power and no problems. Mm. And that would be okay for a while. But then you get a little bit, well, maybe we'll add a add in a little bit of adventure. Mm. So maybe you'll go on and rescue people or be a superhero or have a flying carpet and all these things. But again, everything will just work out in those dreams and it'll get a little bit boring. Mm. So eventually you will opt for a surprise. Mm. And here you are living the life you're now living yeah so it's this thing of if you had perfection eventually you would seek exactly where you are anyway yeah that's it we like we we need problems we need things yeah. to that, cause that's what, what makes you that, feel alive yeah that's literally it. if everything was perfect fuck like the, I, I would i'd probably wager to say that people that have made it and have got the all the resources that everyone could ever want and they could get any woman that they'd ever want to look at probably going to be some of the least least happy people ever because well, look at, look at the, Tom Cruise yeah. mental Mel Gibson mental yeah. the, 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 a big part of life is the pursuit of stuff and people yes. get so wrapped up in in the end goal people think that oh when I do this that's going to make me happy um, when I finally achieve that that's going to be the thing that kind of makes me that like unlocks my my freedom yeah. for the rest of my life and they get there and they realize, oh shit, I feel exactly the same as I did before. And the thing that was 
actually keeping them going and, and motivating them was the chase. Yes. Um, and we and inevitably you have to have something to chase after because, like, yeah. why would you want to? Why would you want to be stagnant? Yeah. And I think that's why it's important when you are in a relationship, you have those independent parts of your lives. Mm -hmm. So you've got that thing to be yeah. chasing that gives you, and then you've got this the, the, to come home back to the a solid yeah. foundation of a relationship. It makes you appreciate the Rather, the, the good shit even more when you've, you've got those other things that are challenging. You know, if, if there was no challenges, you really you wouldn't yeah. appreciate the, the mundaneness of life. It would be very And if dull. you are with someone as well, they should allow you to go out and, and chase those dreams and chase those challenges. And what they should be is a support mechanism mm -hmm. for when you fail. Yeah. Or for when you succeed, they should be able to enjoy that with you. You know, these, this is the purpose of relationship, not to, to be each other's defined point of success yeah and at all that, and that's what happens i think that challenge as well like i think we made it sound like it's got to be something grand but oh, no. you could literally just want to be the best you could be at crazy golf that could, <laughs> that could literally be it or like yeah. go you know going to the gym riding your riding your motorbike whatever it be just your thing or several things that you yeah. really enjoy doing playing xbox just wanting to get the best kill to death ratio on call of duty like that could be and if that's your thing and you want to do it, like if you've got something that you can chase after and like keeps you excited, always keeps you coming back. Yeah, stick with it. Yeah, stick with it. That is a good one. And there's uh, something else I was going to say then. Oh, about the, remember about the training. Don't, like you said, oh, yeah, somebody yeah. else got with somebody, they didn't train and they fell off. and It works both ways. One, don't let, if you're into your training and looking after yourself, don't let someone else, and I've seen this in many, many relationships, don't let someone shit on you for that in a subtle way where they tell, you don't need to go to the gym. So mm. You already look great. All this shit, mm. all these little things. <laughs> I look that, great because I go to the gym. Yeah, you look great, yeah. but they're doing it because they don't go to the gym and they yeah. want you to sit with them and they want you to sit and do nothing with them and they want you to sit and eat with them. It's a selfish thing they're saying that to you for. They're not saying it for your benefit. They're saying it for their benefit. Mm -hmm. It's actually to pull you down and away from that thing that takes you away from them. Mm -hmm. It's actually making you better. Yeah. Some people even do it because they fear the other person is going to get better looking and even better and attract too much attention. Yeah. Especially if they've made that. a change in their life to get fit. Yeah, I've seen that quite a few times. A where lot people, of times. People's partners, somebody, two people that don't, don't try and then someone gets into it and their partner really pushes back. Yeah, because even though they're literally doing something that's going to extend their partner's life, mm. they're literally going to live longer, be healthier, happier, and they're going to get to go out with somebody who's more attractive because they're you know ob yeah. objectively better looking, um, and they're pushing against it, saying they yeah. know they don't want them to do it, yeah, because they're changing because or, they're scared, yeah, they're scared themselves, and it's their own insecurities. And rather than deal with their own insecurities, yeah, they'd rather just keep the other person down. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. But my other one is this as well: don't be into training yourself. Then start going out with, and it's probably this way around: girls with guys, uh, guys with girls. So uh, the guy picking the girl. Mm -hmm. Don't pick a girl who's not into the gym, and then try and drag her into the gym to get her to look a little oh, bit more gymish. Yeah, because if they're not naturally into training or naturally into sports or enjoying that, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a point of contention over time. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's gonna be a point of contention. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've, I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, if, if they are actively asking you to do it, then yeah, maybe. But I think if, if you're getting in there and just be like, Oh, come on, she's a, she's a six now, but I could get yes. it to an eight. I can, I can, <laughs> you look at them as a, as a great project. Don't do that. Don't project people. Don't no. do it. It's, no. 
it's it's selfish I think and that, it's only going to lead to something negative. I really think that can apply to other aspects of a relationship. They're not just training. Like yeah, that's when, what I mean in it, any aspect, the yeah, project aspect. Yeah, yeah. If, if, they're, if, if they're just like, oh, you know, he's good, but he does like to, he's a bit lazy, maybe I need to do that. Yeah. And then be like, oh, but I can, I can whip that out of him. It's like, no, no you can't. No, you can't. You, you might be able to temporarily and then then you're gonna he's gonna get bitter. And then well, it's going to cause arguments. Back. Yeah. yeah, you're going to end up in that situation. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like if you're getting into a relationship from from the get go, eyeing up the changes that you can make to the person, fucking find someone oh else. But it's uh, it might maybe something that's built into your your uh, method of going out with people. You've met you've made this mechanism yeah. where you're looking. Oh well, I don't need to find someone perfect because I just need to find someone I can project yeah uh, no I need, I need a lump of clay yeah that's it don't <laughs> start doing that them into what i want and this is where it's important to take that time out and realize what it is you want to do and where you want to be and somebody will fit into that same vein of life once you get into it some you'll find people along the way that adhere to the same things that you adhere to and that's what's important and that's why it's important you get out and do the shit you want to do and learn the things you want to learn because that's where you're going to meet the people that suit you mm. How are you going to find the people that like what you like if you're not doing what you like? Mm, yeah. It's madness. A, Think about that shit. It's a very good point. That's a very good point. I think we've, that was a good, good finish point. Yeah. I think we've, yeah, we've done quite well. That was a good there. statement point. We could go on for hours about this, but the main things you need to take away from it are that do not sit and wallow. Don't allow it to happen. Don't do it. Just don't do it. You're like, oh, I need some time. No, you don't. Get outside and go do other stuff. That's your time. Yeah. And you'll soon see how you didn't need the time. When you start doing that, don't try and project someone. Don't let yourself be a project. What else would we say? Make sure that you're focusing on you during this time. Don't jump into something else just for the comfort factor. Yeah, cut toys as well. Don't stalk. Cut toys on social do media. Do not stalk. Um, it's going to be the most tempting thing. <clears throat> don't do it. Yeah. What do you expect to accomplish from it that's going to be positive to your life? Yeah, I guarantee it, the only thing it's going to do is make you feel shit. That's it. The only thing. That's it. So it will 100%. Bite the bullet, block, delete, yep. whatever you need to yes. mute the chat. Mute, mute, the, mute the posts, mute the things, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have it there. Don't go searching for it. Don't look at it. You're moving. You're moving on. And you're moving. You're going to be better. You're going to be better for this in the long run. Reach out to people around you that you're friends with that you don't see enough. Um, yep. Again, keep yourself active. See friends, see family. Um, and I think... We haven't really said this, but talk to them about it. Like, I think it's okay to like, you know, not not all the time, but yeah, no, yeah, don't the, be, don't become the wallowy mopey fucking yeah. that nobody wants to invite out either. No, but like, I think um, especially initially, if you've got somebody who's close and you know can support you, verbalize some of the things how you feel. It can be cathartic to, to yeah. verbalize something, and and that's going to help speed up that process. Mm-hmm. As long as those conversations are productive, that you know you've got that friend who can actually give you some feedback talk, yeah, pick, talk pick a good friend things. don't pick the one that you know just wants to shit on the other person yeah that's not a good thing to do yeah. sitting and just yeah pitching. i knew she was a slave. yeah fucking, you don't notice her fucking eyes were a bit wonky as well <laughs> fucking hell mate i was gonna say something but i didn't want to hurt your feelings no don't she pick, can't walk properly in heels anyway no. can she she walks yeah. like a flamingo yeah you would think anyway mate i shagged her last night and she's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> what i thought that'd help you yeah, don't pick that guy. Um, pick somebody who's going to talk to you in a matter-of-fact basis about it, and really, you know, black and white it for you, yeah. and 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 get and maybe help get you out. Maybe get the guy that's going to drag you out and go. Come on, we're going to go and ride dragons. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but, but and yeah, so. was that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> Reactive heroin. We're off to do heroin. Yeah. Come on, come on. We'll get some opium. Do this for you. Get it in your veins. <laughs> I've got a new life's purpose immediately. <laughs> it's heroin. All heroin. <laughs> So aside from the heroin, also don't look at things, you know, in the past and with your rose-tinted glasses. So there you go. We've got it. Look after yourself. Do heroin. Don't do rose-tinted glasses. Fair point. <laughs> Never do what we say. <laughs> While we're giggling, we're lying. Yeah. <laughs> That's another t-shirt. Do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> look after number one. Do heroin. Christ. Yeah. Well, we were we were all doing well with the series as up to I know, point. yeah, we so stayed serious for a good amount of time. We left then. you with a smile, hopefully, and not an addiction. <laughs> oh, hang on, fuck. I don't think that was recording. Have we had the standard blackout? Oh, it's just not deciding to record. What's it saying? Uh, let's leave it anyway. Who cares? You, what, what's life without a blackout on this show anyway? <sighs> well, yeah, something stopped. We don't know when. No, I do know when. Recently? Because the car is full. Oh. There we go. Well, okay. So it's our call to time. Yes. Yes. So there you go. I hope that has helped. And uh, there we are. I will, we'll update you next week. We'll see how the arm goes. Going to get back into training this week. Getting out. Doing my walks in the morning. Task list is set. Where are you gone? Yeah. We're just... You're back remote. training. You're yeah, back I'm back training. I had, had a couple couple of light sessions still, um, but I'm actually feeling a lot more human this week. I actually was productive and felt like I got a lot more shit done. So I can feel the positive momentum building. I am actually doing my fucking toiling next week <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. The bathroom so everyone who asks me about the bastard bathroom, <laughs> next week on Tuesday, the toiler is in. I'm working with him for the majority of the week. He's hoping it'll be done in four days. So it might run out into next week a little bit, but closer. yeah, we'll see. Closer and, uh, close to being clean. Yeah, and then I'll be able to have a fucking <laughs> shower. So hopefully... Maybe not. Yeah, maybe next week I will be having a shower. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the Q&As back up and running next week. Obviously, this one's been a bit mad with the old surgery thing going on. And other than that, thank you all so much for the lovely message you've been sending through. Honestly, I know you might send them thinking, oh, you know, just I need, I should just do that because he's not feeling. They legitimately put, made my week and everything better. Mm-hmm. Just reading all the messages. It's so nice. Just positive, positive, lovely, loveliness. Mm-hmm. Really is beautiful. So thank you all so much. And well done for making, well, this can be a really shitty place, yeah. an amazing place, like it should be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I also had quite a lot of nice messages as well. Not about the surgery, <laughs> about how good I looked as the crow. <laughs> you did look good. <laughs> I had so many messages about that. How good was the picture I put up with? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was sick, that one. That was sick, yeah. I sent you that, didn't I? Yeah, you yeah, did. You got yeah. It, yeah. You should have that on a canvas. You should get that one put on a canvas. Mm, it is cool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a little cool. Yeah. Well, that's it, people. You're listening to this on Monday. It's Friday. I have uh, not received my Robocop arm, so we'll have to make this human one even better than it was before. Make your own energy. Have a great week. Leave behind in the last week what was shit. Bring forward what was good. And we'll catch you in the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. You would have to press stop on that because I can't even reach it with my gimp arm. That's like a, I'm like a T-Rex. Like a T-Rex with an itchy oh. nose. <laughs> That's right, you get a nose, hands and knees. Is the same again? Yeah, oh, did, yeah, hit the stop button. That one? Uh, nope. Did that? There you go.